0: Hello and greetings and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the In Right Standing Podcast, a podcast for the unique, the peculiar, and the chosen who want to live right and at the end of the day be in right standing with themselves and with others. I'm your host Jada Cofield and in today's episode I want to talk to you about war women who hit the mark. Archery is the art, sport, practice or skill of using a bow to shoot arrows. Historically, archery has been used for hunting and combat. However, now it is mainly used as a competitive sport and recreational activity. A person who participates in archery is typically called an archer, and a person who is fond of or an expert is called a marksman. Most kings would often declare that the strength of their army was in the archers. If you had weak archers, you had a weak army and one that could be easily defeated. Archery is a skill that takes patience, training, accuracy, and visual and emotional strength and agility. One would have to be able to run, jump, stop, aim, shoot, and hit the mark. As a child, I enjoyed archery at camp and I was pretty good and came to appreciate accuracy in shooting. Archers were chosen specifically for battle and to hit the mark. When an archer did not hit the mark, the Greek word harmatia was called out. Can you guess what that word means? It simply means sin. Whenever an archer missed the mark on a bull's eye, the word sin was shouted out, simply meaning you've missed the mark. In 1990, the President of the United States, George H.W. Bush, declared the month of November as National Native American Heritage Month. My great-great-grandmother was a Cherokee Native American woman by the name of Mary Wynn. She had 12 children and was married to General Wynn, who was an outstanding farmer and businessman in his county in 1888. According to the article of The Power of Cherokee Women, The Europeans were very astonished by the place that the Cherokee women had in the lives of their tribes and with men. Cherokee women could equally express and share politically, economically, and theologically. Cherokee women had autonomy and rarely experienced rape or domestic violence, worked as producers, farmers, and owned their own homes and fields, and had significant political and economic power. Cherokee made decisions only after they discussed an issue for a long time and agreed on what they should do. These council meetings were open to everyone, including women. Women participated actively. Sometimes they urged the men to go to war to avenge an earlier enemy attack, and at other times they advised peace. Occasionally, women often fought in battles beside men, and the men at the times would not fight without them. The Cherokees called these women war women or beloved women, and all the people respected and honored them for their bravery. Later in life, this title was bestowed upon Cherokee women who were carefully selected for their honesty and wisdom. A war woman was and is a woman of faith and one who can hit the mark. We ladies may not have a bow and arrow, but we do have to fight. The question is when to fight, how to fight, what to fight, and why do we fight? How do I hit the mark? But whoever has doubts is condemned. They eat because their eating is not from faith, and everything that does not come from faith is sin. Now, yes, this scripture is in part related to the customs of the Gentiles and what they considered was cursed or blessed to eat. However, the final statement is in regard to faith in general. If we do not have faith, we miss the mark. When I have no faith, I miss the mark. If an archer misses the mark, she is not yet fit for battle. She can fight the battle, but that does not mean she will win the war. Spiritual warfare is one of those things that some people choose to ignore, are afraid of, or not quite sure how to handle it. Whether you believe in spiritual warfare or not, we can all agree life is a battle and life can be a fight at times. What your individual fight has been or may be is, of course, inclusive to you. You may not have identified it as spiritual, but if you think hard and long, you can conclude that at some point in your life, either a person, place, or thing has had an adverse effect and challenging force against what you may have been trying to accomplish, and you had to decide to either push back or push through. It took faith to do so, and faith causes us to hit the mark. Faith is not just positive thinking which can sometimes be denial. Remember, as I shared in the Business Women podcast, thinking big and executing the big, two different things, and and that is where most people get stuck. Faith causes one to move in the direction of the desired target. I do not know about you, but when I have to fight, I wanna either inflict a devastating blow to my attacker or opposer, or I want to win. Faith is not just for the defense, but it is also useful for the offense. When we do not have faith, we do not have on the proper armor, and we are missing the mark. We know faith is a fight because the Bible tells us to fight the good fight of faith. If you are going to fight, you have to be equipped for the fight and have the faith to fight. Next, we have to identify the target. You cannot hit a mark and you have not identified. Am I fighting for family, freedom, focus, or my future? They are all targets and they all matter, but if you don't know what it is you're fighting for and what you're supposed to be hitting, you will miss the mark. Wearing the helmet of salvation can then come into play and help you identify your target. The helmet covers your mind from attacks of confusion, uncertainty, distractions. Clarity of the mind lets me know what I'm dealing with or who. Once I identify my target or goal, then I can apply my faith to believe and I can take my shot. I can hit the mark. Are we together? You're fighting another sister and the problem may be within. Like the Cherokee women, everything was discussed over a long period of time to receive clarity of situation and target and of mind. That's using your helmet to evaluate concepts and ideas, bouncing ideas around or bouncing ideas on each other's helmet. Are you hearing me? The council of many. The helmet not only protects you from outside harm, but from inward copyright infringement. The helmet also protects you from running wild mentally or being overtaken by the attack in your thoughts. With faith, I can believe and stand and say, I will get through this. It will pass, I will heal, and I am better than this, or I will accomplish my goal. I can hit my mark because I have faith to believe I'm fighting back against the ac- accusations, negative words, slander, or internal conversations that don't produce faith. My helmet is intact, no holes, so no arrows and destructive thoughts can get into my thought process and or cause brain damage or swelling. It's protecting me. My mental hygiene is up to par. I can fight, I can hit the mark. Even in the US military, certain mental illnesses are disqualifiers for service. Next, the breastplate of righteousness. The breastplate produces spiritual qualities. One quality is faith, which produces righteousness, which produces love, which produces judgment. Each one is a product of another and produces the other. If you do not wear your breastplate, you are missing yet another vital component to why you may be missing the mark love produces judgment it's by God's love he then executes judgment not out of hate we are considered judges of the earth and we can only do so based out of love you can only fight a battle and hit the mark when you know you are fighting for love not hate Some people criticize Martin Luther King Jr. and Nelson Mandela Mandiba's principles and doctrine of love, but that is because they did not understand that no spiritual battle can be fought or won without it. Study for yourself and see. It's one of the rules of engagement in kingdom affairs. This is why those men were chosen to lead such dramatic revolutions and the same reason these types of men are hard to come by. I see so many women who take to the front line and they don't even love themselves, yet they want to lead an army of women. You loving yourself is not you posting and saying you do. In fact, therapists and human behavior specialists say it's the number one indication. A woman doesn't love herself when she has to post that she does or about her value constantly. Your armor is sackcloth. A bitter woman, a boastful woman, and a ballistic woman will lead you to certain death. She is not a war woman, nor is she hitting the mark. You have been a leader for more than five years, and you're still dealing with loving yourself and extreme low self-esteem. That's not normal. That is not hitting the mark. It is not God's will for your life, and someone has to tell you that. Another war woman needs to point it out. A leader I admire told us once and she said, if you can notice everything someone is saying about you, doing to you, and treating you, then you are flying too low. You're with the chickens and the eagles can only see their mark. It took another war woman to point that out and war women build other war women. They are feminine, loving, and that is their power, not all this yelling and aggression and masculine energy, control, manipulation, or seduction. You're not a witch or enchantress. Stop trying to get people to fall in love with you and your persona. You liking me is not my mark. My mark is your heart with revelation, insight, to set the captive free in love. Are you hearing me? any good fighter will tell you that you have to not only have your mind but your heart in the game. I am a certified fa foil sword and dagger marksman and one of the things I'm good at is disarming my opponent and they always wonder how and they get angry with me when I do but what they can't figure out is the answer is simple. I know how to play the sport out of love and they're playing it out of hate and to destroy me. God is not against the fight, it's how you're fighting that becomes the issue. Love always conquers in the end and when you love a matter, hey, you can judge a matter. When the high priest went beyond the veil to pray to God on behalf of the people, he wore the breastplate of judgment. And now we do not need a priest to go on our behalf. We can go ourselves to the Father and therefore have the same breastplate. Hey. Now, in the Song of Solomon's, the bride or Shulamite woman was meticulously described for her beauty, and there is a specific reference to her breasts being like two rows that are twins which feed among the lilies. The breasts signify the inward qualities of faith and love, the faith with produces righteousness, right standing with God. Love gives you the ability to judge with righteous judgment, therefore being able to hit the mark. Now there are more elements, but we're just gonna focus on these four for now. Why do you think the enemy tries to attack this precious area so much in our women? He wants us to have no faith and to lack love. This is a part of us that brings life, fulfillment and nourishment because it says they are like roses that feed amongst the lilies. The lilies signify saints that have dedicated and pure hearts towards God. They are tender and precious and so are the spiritual qualities of a rural woman. Notice how they are referred to as twins. You have to have balance. You cannot hit the mark with just love and you cannot hit the mark with just judgment. You need both. You cannot hit the mark with just faith and you cannot hit the mark just righteousness why have on armor and you don't even use it or it's not intact just because you're out front it doesn't mean you know how to fight or you're hitting the mark if you have a rap sheet of bad behavior and lying and cheating and jealousy unforgiveness and have not reconciled your wrong with others yourself or with god and you expect to hit the mark your shot will definitely be off and how do i know because Faith produces righteousness. And without the two, you cannot hit your mark. Your wins cannot always be a post on social media. You cannot fight a war and win with a bitter and bleeding heart. Idi Amin is proof of that, and so is Adolf Hitler and Saul. Love is a weapon. Faith is a weapon. Judgment is a weapon. And so is righteousness, along with one's helmet. This is something to think about, my friends. And I end with this thou shalt make the breastplate of judgment with cunning work after the work of the ephod thou shalt make it of gold and blue and of purple and of scarlet and of fine twine linen shalt thou make it if the breastplate was to be crafted back then with fine intricacies and craftsmanship how can you say you have yours on and it's in bad shape the elements of our armor which are more are not just armor, they produce particular victories in the spirit. War women who hit the mark. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the In Right Standing podcast. And remember, at the end of the day, I want you to be in right standing with yourself, with others, and most importantly, with Christ. Until next time, the Lord be with you.